Welcome to Take Back Your Health. Your hosts are Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton, who will explain the shocking truths about health care, prescription drugs, food and supplement industries. They will help guide you to take back your power and feel great again. Now, here's Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton. Welcome, everybody, today. Today is an important day because we're going to talk to one of our great colleagues and friends here in this world of uh, integrative medicine uh, on our show, Take Back Your Health, Dr. Zach Bush. Today, we're going to talk about important ideas and concepts, which I've mentioned in my book, An Inflammation Nation, but Zach will take it even further with some solutions that we can talk about with restoring our GI function and restoring our microbiome uh, due to glyphosate toxicity. So uh, before we get started, let Maureen, why don't you do a little introduction to Zach, to the listeners? Okay, I'd love to. Zach? Hi there. Zach Bush, MD, is triple board certified physician and with expertise in internal medicine, endocrinology, metabolism, and hospice palliative care. The breakthrough science Dr. Bush and his colleagues have delivered offer profound insights into human health and longevity. In 2012, he discovered a family of carbon-based redox molecules made by bacteria. He and his team subsequently demonstrated that the cellular communication network functions to compensate for glyphosate and many other dietary, chemical, and pharmaceutical toxins that disrupt our body's natural defense systems. The science has resulted in a revolutionary class of dietary supplements, including the product Restore. His educational outreach efforts provide grassroots foundation from which ultimately upshift consumer behavior to bring about radical change in the mega industries of big farming, big pharma, and Western medicine at large. His website is www.zachbushmd.com, and his product can be found at www.restore4life.com. Welcome, Zach. Uh, one thing I'm really excited about is that you're evidence-based. The show that we have here, Take Back Your Health, is completely evidence-based. I want you to bring in the listeners to first explain a little bit about your background and what led you to understand this whole glyphosate relationship with our microbiome and our health. Sure. Thank you for having me on. It's an important show. You guys are functioning as kind of the front lines of public health education. We appreciate what you do. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the background story of how we got to today was certainly not linear, uh, certainly myself, but I think looking back through history, it's pretty rare to find somebody who's intelligent enough to create a paradigm shift prospectively. I think paradigm shifts always happen by accident, and that's certainly what happened in our labs here in Virginia in 2012. So I had started a nutrition clinic in 2010 and was working to, and you know, it, employ a massive range of intense dietary and nutritional regimens to get my patients with chronic disease to find their health again and root back into their intrinsic nature of healing. And in that journey, we were seeing a lot of patients fail early on. So we, we saw a good 30 to 40% of our patients eating some of the healthiest foods on the planet, kale, cilantro, parsley, superfoods that you know have decades of data behind them as to be anti-inflammatory, pro-health, anti-cancer, et cetera. And we saw these patients consuming these foods and getting worse. Inflammation markers going up, more bloating, more brain fog. You know, just didn't read the, the textbook on how food is supposed to work. And that was the beginning of our big kind of root cause questions of 
where is our understanding of nutrition? For me, it was totally elementary because I had gone through a big allopathic training and in those 17 years of education, I'd never really learned anything about nutrition. I had one little one semester course at the beginning of medical school, the very first year that was called nutrition. And it was basically memorizing the food pyramid. <laughs> right. Which is really sad. And, and by the way, it's still being taught incorrectly. So go ahead. Continue. Yeah, it, I think it is exactly right. It has not evolved over the last 20 years. So, um, so that was the status of affairs. I was had started a nutrition clinic with the goal of really learning nutrition, delved into a lot of books over the last 20, 30 years, but they weren't answering the question as to why are our patients today not tolerating healthiest foods on planet? And so that took us down, number one, a trust uh, pathway. A big transformation as a healer and a physician is to begin to trust your patients. And there is an inherent mistrust built into the patient-provider relationship today uh, that I think is fundamental in the flaws and some of the weakness in our overall Western medicine approach to health and disease. And how doctors speak to their patients. Exactly. Vice versa. And, you know, patients not telling their doctor everything because that trust level is not there. That's exactly right. And so you see that situation where the... In my case, I'm teaching nutrition. I see the wrong outcomes. The immediate first, you know, training that we have is assume non-compliance. Assume your patient is screwing it up. Assume they're not doing what you told them to do. And that's a pretty easy thing to assume because, frankly, me as a doctor, I'm a terrible patient, right? I rarely do what my, my doctor tells me. And so, you know, it's a pretty easy jump to make in a lot of ways. But when somebody's got an acute illness, it's hard to really you know, rationalize how dedicated they can get to this process. And, you know, it took me a couple years of doing the nutrition education to find out that my patients were literally eating healthier than I was. You know, they were not only doing what I was asking them to do, they were going above and beyond that. They were doing their own research in nutrition, right. they were bringing new tools and resources to the table. And once you get that kind of humility built in, then you start to get the opportunity to actually ask the root cause questions that we started to ask, which was, have the plants inherently changed since the 1960s uh, when the, the nutrition science around cancer was start, really started in earnest? And the answer, of course, was the, the plants have changed dramatically since the 1940s, you know, especially, but certainly since the 1960s, and really dramatically just in the last 20 years, since the late 1990s, we've had this massive uh, transformation of what, it, what food is and what it's allowed to be called. Uh, you know, the classic thing where Taco Bell can't call their meat meat anymore because it's exactly. actually soy protein and things like that. So right. you just don't know what's going in your mouth anymore because our definition of food has gotten so bizarre. Yeah, I remember Sunil and I were in a store and we saw uh, something on the shelf that was called Wonder. It used to be called Wonder Bread, but it's not called bread anymore. It's just Wonder. And so they, they you wonder the what the heck is definition of a bread, <laughs> right. which, which we wouldn't eat anyways, right? But, but anyway, it's just interesting how food is changing. And now it's so processed, so, so much chemicals, so much preservatives, so much non-real food in there that now we, we wonder. So continue on with your talking about how did you discover this link between what you were doing with your research and, and how that affected, you know, the patients or in the animal studies, you know. Sure. So, you know, the initial questions were, are the micronutrients and macronutrients in the food different than where they were when Colin Campbell and a lot of these masters in the nutrition field, you know, started doing their work? And it was obvious. I mean, you can just pick up any food science journal and find out that a tomato that's on the shelf today that's grown hydroponically has almost no detectable lycopene, which was the, the largest detectable you know, trace micronutrient that was really uh, killing cancer in a tomato back in the day. 
And so we've had this dramatic change in the nutrient quality of the food. And so going down that avenue, we started to ask, well, if it's not in the, in the plant, it must not be in the soil. And that was the first time I'd kind of turned my attention to, to soil. This was 2012. One of my close colleagues, William Vitalis, brought in a white paper on soil science that was 90 pages long. I was dumbfounded on a couple levels. One, I had never seen a 90-page white paper. And number two, I couldn't believe it was done on soil. Right. So you know, that kind of aha moment was, the, oh, my gosh, here I'm studying nutrition, yet I have no clue what the substrate is that we grow this food in and how it may be related to human health. Right. right. That's something we always tell our patients too is, well, where does what you're eating come eat? What does it come from? You know, what's giving it nutrition? I so. mean, we, 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 we've, been, we've been pushing a plant-based practice and plant-based diet since 2009. Uh, you know, we're kind of late bloomers to the, to the Colin Campbell field and whatnot. But we also started to notice the same thing, which you probably noticed is that, you know, even when patients were eating healthy and, we, and we, you know, we've been doing uh, allergy testing, microbiome testing for about 15 years, but we've even seen the changes in our patients' profiles in which their guts are now off. There's more leaky gut, which you talk about very well. And more importantly, the food allergy just kind of exploded off the, you know, it used to be just one or two things. Now it's like 25 things on, you know, like almost everything yeah. and even wonderful things like kale or spinach or superfoods are there. And so people freaking out, what am I going to eat? I'm allergic right. to everything. And so there's always this underlying triggering mechanism cause and, and continue with how you discovered some of that link being glyphosate. Yeah. So again, uh, at that moment, we were starting to look at the soil and about four, page 40 on that white paper was this huge uh, depiction of a molecule, large carbon hexagons look like honeycombs. And then hanging off these was a two-dimensional depiction of a three-dimensional molecule that um, just had the right moment in my life. Uh, up until that time, before I left the university in 2010, I'd been doing chemotherapy research and my area of expertise wow. was in mitochondrial metabolism, mitochondrial control of something called apoptosis, which is programmed cell suicide. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'd gotten kind of infamous in my little circle globally around this little subject because I'd figured out that there was some vitamin A compounds that could turn on apoptosis through these mitochondrial pathways, which is unique in tumors because that means that a tumor can kill itself devoid of any immune system in the host. Interesting. So it's an exciting kind of new paradigm in our understanding of how we might approach cancer in the future. So that, with that background, I saw this molecule and suddenly recognized that the three-dimensional structure sitting in this soil molecule looked a heck of a lot like the chemotherapy agents that I had been working with. And that was mm. a major goosebump moment of, wow, we've been looking for thousands of years to the, the plants and the herbals and everything else since Chinese medicine, you know, 9,000 years ago started or whatever. We've had this huge history of it, but so few of us have ever considered that maybe all that medicine starts in the dirt. And so to see the, the possibility that these oxygen-hydrogen molecules that are called redox molecules might exist outside the human cell was a major paradigm shift for me. Wonderful. So That then took us down to this amazing moment where within a couple of weeks of that, trying to figure out how those molecules ended up in soil, we found out that they were from bacteria and fungi. The microbiome literally making these guys as a metabolite or a breakdown product of their effort to make nutrient available, your macronutrients like protein, carbohydrates, et cetera, your protein and building blocks like your amino acids, and then your micronutrients, things like selenium, manganese, calcium, you know, these, these nutrients you expect to get your food. For, for your food to turn into something that's going to be usable by your liver and the, the cells beyond, your microbiome has to do a huge amount of processing or metabolism. 
And in that process, the exhaust, if you will, from that, that burning process of your food produces these carbon molecules out. At that moment, it was a really important thing that would eventually lead us to the glyphosate question that you're asking, which is, you know, how has this molecule become fundamentally missing in our gut, let alone the soil? Because ultimately, our gut is supposed to look like the finest organic soil on earth, right? We're supposed to have incredibly rich, you know, processes of fungi and bacteria and yeasts all working together to create this incredibly, uh, you know, nutrient-rich resource for us to stick our roots in. Our roots are literally the villi of our intestines that root into the soil, right. and we should be absorbing all of that nutrient. So, what happened to that? So, Zach, why don't we hold off on that thought right now? We'll be right back after these commercial break, and then we'll talk about this wonderful redox molecule, glyphosate, and actually, more importantly, solutions on how you can restore your GI function. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Do you want to know the secret to taking back your health? It starts with a healthy immune system. The immune system is your first line of defense against germs, bugs, and bacteria. Luckily, there is now a safe and easy way to boost your immune system. It's called Glucan 300. Glucan 300 is a highly purified supplement that's been clinically proven to double your immune response. Dozens of published studies prove that Glucan 300 is the best immune system supplement in the world. Go to purebetaglucan.com today to learn more. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution, supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast acting, long lasting, safe and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P A I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B O S M E R I C.com. Uncover the unspoken truths about the healthcare, pharmaceutical, food, and dietary supplement industries. Discover evidence based solutions through integrative medicine in an inflammation nation by Dr. Sunil Pai. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. 
or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. Welcome, everybody, and we're here with Dr. Zach Bush, and we were right in the discussion of understanding re- a redox molecule that you discovered, and go ahead and continue on where we're at. Fantastic. Yeah, so the realization that bacteria and fungi were making this complex family of molecules, and each species of bacteria and fungi, by the way, seem to make their own subset. So one species may make five or 10 of these variants. And then you look at 5 million species of fungi and a couple hundred thousand species of parasites and you know tens of thousands of species of bacteria. You start very quickly getting to millions of different variants of this carbon molecule that we had uh, seen in the, in the soil science. And in that realization of this apoptosis story or programmed cell suicide in which the mitochondria, which live inside of our cells, create this huge uh, wireless network, if you will, of communication that allows the inside of the cell to know where the repairs are needed, what repair supplies are needed where, how to traffic them to and fro, et cetera. And so that reality of mitochondria running the inside of the cell with this communication network, nobody to any of our reading had ever looked outside of the cell to say, how does the outside of the human cell communicate? You know, when you're in that extracellular matrix between the cells, which is a huge volume of our body, obviously, what's talking out there? Because the, the mitochondrial redox doesn't exist out there. And then bigger question is, how does the redox environment look inside of a gut where you have no human cells that are really, you know, capable of participating through that redox signaling? And the obvious answer is these bacteria and fungi would pick up the slack because they don't have mitochondria. Only the multicellular organisms like the worms and the mammals, et cetera, are going to have mitochondria. And so these single-celled organisms like the bacteria, the fungi, and the plants, even even though they're multicellular, they don't have the, that classic mitochondria. And so they're going to have to build some sort of communication network that's not only stable outside of cells, can also talk across species. And this is very exciting because it starts to kind of speak to the singularity of biology itself. It doesn't matter if you're human or bacteria or fungi, you're going to have to be in communication with the world around you. Isolation is the end of health. Isolation is, by definition, a cancer cell. And that can happen in any species, in any cell type, you can get that isolation leading to cancer. And I think that's an interesting caveat, actually, for the human side of like, here we are talking about building bigger walls around our nation and right. growing up, you know, more metal detectors in our schools. Right. And, you know, all of this, you start to do isolation to any, any human species or any human subgroup, you're going to get a cancer growing. Right. And I think one of your uh, previous uh, interviews, you were talking about, you know, taking like even animals, for example, from Africa, and, you know, in their terrain and then putting them in a zoo. Same thing with our, the, how we are itself, you know, so even taking our food away from where it was traditionally grown. Anytime we start changing the environment, we're changing all even the epigenetics of what makes even that tomato. You know, so it will have less lycopene. Um, so what did the, at the end of the day, what did the, your research show? Because uh, I, I do have the article and I did, I was just looking it up the other day and looking at, you know, but explain to the listeners how and what did it show in terms of glyphosate and the tight junctions? Because, you know, in my book, I always talk about, and we've had episodes talking about gut microbiome, you know, and that's the entry point of everything good, bad, and anything in between, whether it's a drug, whether it's a supplement, whether it's food, if that tight junctions, if that gut barrier is leaky or damaged or inflamed due to environmental toxins, due to antibiotics, alcohol, stress, you name it 
glyphosate in your case, which we'll talk about, yep. you know, then, then a trigger of inflammatory reactions occur that go systemically and dysfunctions occur. So what did the research show? So our, our PhD in biochemistry and cell biology, John Gilday, uh, brilliant man, he was, uh, did some of our first cell, uh, cell culture experiments looking at the small intestine and colon and the renal tubule cells of the human and, uh, and the rodent models as well. And what we were seeing is as soon as you took a, a complex uh, formula or, or variety of these carbon molecules from the bacteria and fungi and put them into the human system, you saw a huge increase in protein synthesis of the extracellular matrix, the outside of the cell environment suddenly going into a rapid construction, repair, bolstering up the, the defenses without any information at all. We weren't telling the cells to do anything. This is a very passive redox environment where the, the supplementation of these molecules from bacteria and fungi don't tell the human cells to don't do anything. But what it does is it amplifies any request from a nearby signal. So think of your cell phone, for example, when we're talking about cell communication here. So your phone's got a receiver and transmitter in it that works all the time. But if you're further than seven miles from your closest cell phone tower, you got have no reception and the thing is useless as a communication device. And in its isolation, it will start to fragment its, its software. It will start to, won't be able to update your, your information. You're starting to fall out of touch with what's going around. You're, you don't know where to pick up your kids. You know, the whole community starts to break down. That's exactly what's happening on the communication level in the human cell environment. When we start to lack this extracellular communication network, we start to get a paucity of construction and communication and, and bypass and, and you know, inter, interstate, you know, pathways for transport across cell structures and everything else, all of that infrastructure starts to collapse outside the cells when you're lacking this communication network. And, yeah. what, is, and what is disrupting that communication network is glyphosate. Yeah. To, you know, and one, of everything one, of the, one of the things. That yeah. So one of the main things is actually just a lack of bacteria and fungi, right? So right. you huh. lose microbiome, you're going to lose the, the extracellular communication network that they produce. And so a course of antibiotics, extremely potent at wiping this out. And, and if you look at the CDC map of our cancer death around the United States, and then look at p physician prescriptions for antibiotics state by state, and you'll see a perfect correlation. The more prescriptions per, per, per person or per population that we prescribe, the higher likelihood of de death by cancer. And we know that, that you know, even just one antibiotic can cause GI dysfunction up to 18 months later. And we need the antibiotics because we do surgeries, we have infections. But what we don't know is how the long-term ramifications that's affecting where, you know, 70, 80% of our immune cells in the gut are, are responding to. And that chronicity of people now just getting a Z-pack every month for their sinus infection or, you know, yeah. getting their Cipro or whatever for a UTI. Um, this constant barrage of de 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 destruction that's happening. But there's more than that, too. You know, I, I personally had cancer. And since I was 12 years old, I was eating organic foods. I was mostly vegetarian, did yoga every single day. I lived like the perfect lifestyle yep. to make sure that I never got sick. Um, wham, one day I have cancer. So there's something bigger going on. Yeah, and I think some of these things, as, as so uh, tell, the, tell the listeners a little bit about what glyphosate is. Yeah, and then, and then how is that actually disrupting those tight junctions or the GI barrier? So glyphosate uh, would be known to the consumer and the listener here as the most common uh, ingredient or the main ingredient in the common weed killer that is called Roundup. And that's, of course, uh, historically produced by a company named Monsanto, but, you know, that's become infamous in, in 
the media now, but in fact, it went off patent in 2007 and, and all the chemical companies in the U.S. make glyphosate and frankly, the vast majority of glyphosate made worldwide is coming out of China now. And so this chemical is being made all over the world. And the chemical is interesting in that it's built on the backbone of a, a really important amino acid, which is a building block for proteins in your body. It's, a, it's called glycine. And they tag on a phosphate group on the end of this thing and then a, a little methyl group on the other and you get this, this uh, methyl phosphate uh, chemical that's called glyphosate. And glyphosate is in a family of molecules or chemicals called organophosphates that are, were made famous by the Agent Orange compounds. Right. So you remember Agent Orange in Vietnam right. were dumping on the jungles to wipe out everything green, right. killing the foliage. That was causing you know, skin cancers and weird immune dysfunction in our soldiers almost on contact. So they knew that one was not going to work for a food chain. So they were looking for something a little less toxic than Asian orange when they were looking in these organophosphates. And they found this molecule that was patented by a Japanese researcher way back in 1959, did not put it on the market out of concern for what this thing was capable of. And one of the concerns about this specific organophosphate is that it's very water soluble. A water soluble chemical or toxin is a bit of a disaster in a globe or earth that is 70% water. Exactly. Yeah, and exactly. spraying it on plants that you're watering, and it's Oceans going... Are 70%, plants are 70% water, so you got water everywhere. We are a water planet, and we created a chemical that would integrate into that entire ecosystem. And so what we are seeing now, if you fast forward from 1976 when the chemical debuted in our food chain to 1996 when it became a direct food additive by being a crop treatment when we went to genetically modified Roundup-ready crops, down to 2016, where we have our most recent uh, public health data, is that we've now dumping somewhere around 4.5 billion pounds of this single chemical worldwide. Wow. Four and a half billion pounds is catastrophically logarithmically larger number than is the pounds of antibiotics that we prescribe both to humans. We only prescribe about 8 million pounds of antibiotics to humans in this country. We prescribe another 30 million pounds to our animals in our food chain. So that's 38 million versus four and a half billion pounds. And so it's just, you know, this logarithmically huge number. And the interesting thing about glyphosate in regard to this antibiotic story and the death of the microbiome is that it's never been patented as a weed killer. That's what we're told. told It's really interesting, right? It's been patented as an antibiotic, an antiparasite, antifungal. It kills single-celled organisms that it touches and obviously kills plants that haven't been genetically modified uh, to handle them. And so you've got this incredible antimicrobial that's being dumped on Earth at 4.5 billion pounds, killing microbiome in the soil, in our waterways, in our oceans, in our coral. You know, it's, it's creating dead zones wherever it goes. And if you look at the, the population in the United States, you can see there's a literal dead zone happening in our southern states. Right. And one of the things that, I, you know, in my book, I bring out, same thing on the glyphosate, that in the Journal of Organic Systems, they showed about uh, a statistical correlation to 22 diseases since the introduction. That's like 0.000001, statistically significant diseases that are correlated to this link of adding glyphosate into the food supply. And it's because of this gut microbiome dis- uh, dysfunction. So after this short break, what we'll do is we'll actually get into the, the, the really heart and soul of this discussion of understanding that now. Now that we understand glyphosate is bad for us, what can we do to help improve you know, and strengthen us and more importantly repair our body because we've all been exposed to these things and we all have some kind of gut dysfunction. So uh, stay tuned and after this break, we'll be right back with solutions. 
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution. Supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast-acting, long-lasting, safe, and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P-A-I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C dot com. Nominated as one of the best indie books by Kirkus Reviews, An Inflammation Nation is the definitive 10-step guide to preventing, reversing, and treating all diseases through diet, lifestyle, and the use of natural anti-inflammatories by Dr. Sunil Pai, MD. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. Okay, we're back. We're talking about an important topic calling glyphosate, which is one of these gut disruptors, as we know, that's sprayed on billions of pounds of this everywhere on our food. That's why we're trying to remember always eating as much organic, uh, non-GMO foods. Uh, you can also see Zach on, on the internet you know, at ZachBushMD.com and his other websites. There's a lot of interviews. So if you want to learn about GMOs and other things like that, the discussion can go on and on. But let's not talk about, since we know that there's 22 diseases that uh, glyphosate has been kind of correlated strongly to, and in your studies, you showed that it was disrupting the tight junctions, meaning more leaky gut. That means more inflammation, more dysfunction. Uh, what, then you, what did you then look to how to restore that or actually repair that? Yeah, so the, the direct uh, toxicity of glyphosate is interesting that it destroys tight junctions with the proteins that are like Velcro that hold your cells together in coherent bundles of membranes or barrier systems. And it's important to realize that that's not just your gut. Leaky gut got, got famous and has had a good PR team, I think, with it. But the fact is, is those membranes run all over your body, body your endovascular system, the, the blood vessels, both veins and arteries throughout your whole system are tied together with the same tight junction proteins. 
Same with your blood-brain barrier. Absolutely. Your brain is tied together with tight junctions. So the fact that glyphosate ends up being a tight junction toxin is pretty alarming because it's really breaking down not just the boundaries between you and the outside world, which is, of course, leading to this huge phenomenon you talked about, which is everybody's sensitive to everything they're eating now. Right. You get a food sensitivity or food allergy panel, you're basically going to show up at least half of the foods that you're eating in the last 90 days are going to show up on there. Not because you're necessarily directly allergic to them, but you're like leaking uncontrolled amounts of metabolites and breakdown products of those foods right into your immune system, which lies right behind that gut lining. So now you get into this chronic inflammatory state. And so we knew that we were going to have to somehow bolster up this whole system with an increase in this wireless communication network from the microbiome. And the challenge, of course, is how do we get that microbiome back? Because probiotics are kind of spitting in the wind. You got two species or four species of bacteria. You're never going to mimic millions of different species in the bacteria, fungi, et cetera, et cetera, that are going to repair that microbiome, create a coherent uh, communication network. And so it was clear that we were going to have to look to the soil, not to the human gut at this point, to recover that kind of data or communication network. And so we were going down into the fossil uh, soil thinking that, you know, if, if it's possible that the fossil soil can actually be liberated, these molecules, uh, and then we can figure out how to get them turned back on, then we could solve the problem. And so that's what we did. So we started taking soil extracts from uh, fossil layers of soil that are about 50 to 60 million years old. And unfortunately, they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything to, you know, you mentioned shilajit, humic acid, these compounds, we pull them out, they're, they're, they can deliver great mineral content but they don't do any of this wireless communication network. So it was an issue of getting it back into our labs and figuring out how to get the hydrogen oxygen exchange to get back alive again, like it would have been millions of years ago when it was produced by the bacteria and the fungi. Once that happened, it was really obvious under a microscope because suddenly all the cells transformed. We, see, we now see routinely every day in our labs, things happen in, in human cell culture that have never been witnessed in any university lab in the world because all the science we've ever done on human science has been isolated. Imagine everything we know about cancer, everything we know about heart disease, et cetera, has been done in a sterile Petri dish. We do not understand human biology and its power to heal until you add back in this microbial life. Right. And exactly, you know, one thing that we see is that um, uh, a lot of people are looking at now like IV therapies. And, and I've been kind of like, not, you know, I'm not so, so sure, you know, giving nutrients IVs is key for health because what we're looking at is the microbiome is, is how it's not only this, the absorption of the direct nutrient into the system, but it's also turning on a cascade of pathways. So it's not just like, oh, so if someone takes bosmeric, for example, our natural anti-inflammatory, we're not just looking at a curcuminoid going into the blood. We're looking at, uh, you know, transfers of thousands of upregulations and downregulations of systems because of the microbiome turning on and off certain things. So it's key that we restore that function and eat properly and not just try to say, hey, well, we can just kind of bypass the whole the microbiome by putting something in an IV bag. Absolutely right. I would completely agree with that. I, I definitely went into my research with this Western medicine IV mentality. I was inter I was doing IV restore for a while and right. do not recommend doing that. <laughs> wow. As a true scientist, we all, we all do our own experiments at ourselves. So I, I appreciate that. <laughs> and so, you know, doing an IV myself, I was confused why I wasn't seeing the results that I was expecting to see. Right. And then, of course, started taking it orally, which is, of course, where the bacteria and fungi would have made the stuff. Right. And then suddenly the, the whole doors blew off our understanding. So you're absolutely right. If you don't include the bacterial microbiome, fungi, and everything else in your understanding and, and perspective on nutrition, you're going to keep missing the boat. 
If you yeah. keep thinking, for example, that what's on your plate is in regard to its macronutrients is what's getting into your body, you're wrong. <laughs> it's not even it's night and day compared to what goes in your body. We keep as endocrinologists, I'm an endocrinologist, so we treat things like osteoporosis and a lot of hormone related diseases. In osteoporosis, we're treating the bone, we think, which is made largely of calcium and phosphate and other things. And and so we've been telling patients for 50 years, drink more dairy because it's got lots of calcium. It'll strengthen your bones. But in reality, every study we've ever done in endocrinology has shown there's no benefit to, to oral calcium in bone density. In fact, it looks like the more calcium we take, the worse the bones get. And so that's Thank like, you. Uh, we just deleted out the whole microbiome and we just assumed, oh, that plate is for me. No, right. that, that plate of food is for your biome. Right. And so, so you developed a product called Restore it, and explain exactly what that ingredient is and right. how, is that, how is that different than many other uh, uh, products that are out there that have similar type uh, humic or fulvic uh, acids. Absolutely. So uh, Shilajit is probably the oldest one. You mentioned you're going to do uh, right. Shilajit maybe in your next segment. Yeah. And so Shilajit is the oldest kind of extract and it's just raw mineral. It, it's like uh, peat moss almost. It's like this black mineral uh, substrate, very oxidative. And so, it, you know, it needs to be taken in extremely low doses, needs to ideally be taken with a, a meal because it's very oxidative. Uh, it will rust your gut lining, if you will, or rust the kidney tubules. It's, it can be very toxic to kidney tubules if it's taken in any sort of dosing. And so you want to be very careful with a raw mineral like that. Uh, but great from that substrate. Then you get down into humic acid, which was kind of the next substrate. And humic acid uh, is a great carrier of lots of minerals, but it also has what's been touted as kind of this chelation effect where it can start to grab other molecules out of you know, your gut that may be untoward or unwanted. And so there's a little bit of a chelation process there. Fulvic acid then is kind of the smallest or, uh, of the previous ones that we were dealing with. Fulvic has less mineral than either the humic or especially the shilajit. Uh, but fulvic acid, again, is very oxidative, damages renal tubules, doesn't do any of this cell-cell communication stuff that we see with protein synthesis and mitochondrial stuff and everything else. And so those are the, the historic things where we were just trying to pull out of that raw material. Now, we're instead, we're trying to go after this oxygen and hydrogen molecules on the ends of these things and get those into this balanced state so that there is no oxidation. We're actually looking for a balanced redox state, which means reduction, which is the donation of electron, and oxidation, which is the absorption of an electron. And so you want these chemical processes, even in a single molecule of the stuff in Restore, to be both donating and absorbing electrons to freely keep this communication chain going. Redox signaling, this, this intrinsic wireless communication network in your body, is literally chains of electrons flowing through your body. It's very much like a liquid circuit board, if you'd imagine that, where electricity and electrons are flowing out through tissue, being transferred from one oxygen to the next by the release and absorption of a hydrogen molecule. And so that's what we've done with Restores. We've gotten these ancient soil extracts, put them back into an oxygen-hydrogen exchange state where you can get this active exchange of information across distances. We've now shown definitively that Restore is the first compound to be talking directly to the mitochondria inside your cells. If your cell is really damaged, the mitochondria respond with this huge uh, burst of, of uh, oxidative stress to call in apoptosis or stem cells or whatever healing needs to happen versus a healthy cell that gets the same you know, wireless communication network up and running Instead of increasing it, it actually decreases that oxidative stress in the cell, extends life in those cells by 15% in, in our cultures and everything else. So it's this really cool state of affairs where 
Restore is literally a passive agent, whereas your Humix and Fulvix and, and your Shilajit, these are very active things that are trying to add a bunch of mineral to a substrate that might go on to bind things down the, the pathway of, of synthesis down one receptor pathway or another. Restore doesn't have any action intended to be receptor-based. Okay, so when you increase the mitochondrial function, increase the cellular communication, then uh, as the gut microbiome is improved, then other therapies would be improved. So one of the things that we like to give our patients a lot of times is what they call glucan 300. And uh, it is a polysaccharide that has been uh, very shown in, in clinical studies to improve the immune system function. In fact, now understanding this concept of restore, that if we can restore that gut cellular function, then it's response even to something like a polysaccharide, like a uh, a 1,3-D glu- uh, beta-glucan uh, it would be very important. So I would encourage all the listeners to go to purebetaglucan.com and understand and look up uh, glucan 300. And now if you understand, it's like if you've been taking that product and say, how else can I make this work better is by actually looking at using something if the gut is leaky or you're having exposure to glyphosate. These are things that we can synergistically look, just like when, when people take vitamins and minerals or they're eating plant-based foods, we have to look at improving the absorption, digestion, assimilation on the core level of cellular function in the mitochondria of the gut. Otherwise, some of these things are just kind of going right through us or not getting the, the full benefit. Yeah, especially considering the uh, immune function that, that's in the gut. It's huge, it's, right? Precisely. Yeah, that's right. So you know, 60 to 70% of your immune system is sitting right behind that gut lining, making about 80% of the antibodies that will affect your, uh, your overall response to the environment. So antibodies again, are little proteins that uh, are formed by your immune system cells, these big factories called B cells. And the B cells will crank out these antibodies to one specific enemy or target. And so they're kind of like the smart bomb of the immune system where they'll find an antigen or something, some foreign material, and they'll move in and target that thing to try to get it out of your body. So that could be uh, a process of trying to kill, uh, clear mitochondria or I'm sorry, damaged mitochondria, damaged cells. It could be trying uh, to clean up damaged uh, immune tissue itself, macrostructures of proteins damaged. So you can create an antibody just about anything. And unfortunately, if you start to erode that whole front line of your gut membrane and start to overwhelm your, your immune system with every bite of food you take, every drink of water you take, every breath of air you take, because remember, your sinuses are the beginning of your gut. And so the same tight junctions are holding together. So you take a breath and you've got glyphosate in the air. 75% of our air is contaminated with glyphosate now. 75% of our rainfall is contaminated with glyphosate. So we are leaking all over the place and now we're overwhelming our our body. The reality is we have lost our self-identity at the cell level because of this. And so think about that for a moment, both at the microscopic level, but think about your own life. The own question, your questions you ask yourself in a day, what is my purpose, why am I here, those moments of desperation, moments of the blues, the moments of you know, real depression that can hit all of us. And then you look at you know, the school shootings and you look at you know, the, the, the rhetoric that happens among our politicians and everything else. Like There is just a general state of inflammation that is so evident on the macro as well as the microscopic level. We're losing our self-identity at the core of this because of this erosion of the tight junctions. And so our immune system is reacting to everything 
Right. Everything is becoming a hyper responsive, you know, over overreacting. So uh, after this next break, we will actually talk about now how to use Restore and how, how it might be used with other things and provide you the solution so that we are not uh, causing more dysfunction, more inflammation. And again, people go to an inflammationation.com. You can understand some of the background of this and also go to ZachBushMD.com as well. We'll be right back after the short messages from our sponsors. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. If you suffer from arthritis, colitis, bronchitis, dermatitis, or any of the other 200-itis inflammatory conditions, then Bosmeric SR is your natural, safe, and effective solution. Supporting a healthy inflammatory response with patented, clinically tested synergistic ingredients used successfully by integrative and holistic doctors internationally. It's now available directly to you. Bosmeric SR works within 20 minutes and lasts over 8 hours. Fast-acting, long-lasting, safe, and natural relief. Use promo code PI, that's P-A-I, to get a discount at bosmeric.com. That's B-O-S-M-E-R-I-C dot com. Uncover the unspoken truths about the healthcare, pharmaceutical, food, and dietary supplement industries. Discover evidence-based solutions through integrative medicine in an inflammation nation by Dr. Sunil Pai. Get your signed copy today at aninflammationnation.com. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Take Back Your Health. To reach our program today, call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or by email to radio at sanjevni.net. That's radio at sanjevani.net. Now, let's return to Take Back Your Health. Wow, what a great show this has been with Dr. Zach Bush. You know, uh, I would say founder and owner and inventor or discoverer of Restore. Uh, and we've really been talking about, you know, important aspect of glyphosate toxicity, which is completely in our environment. It's a, it's a, it's a decusent, it's a chemical from Monsanto that's put on, you know, all sorts of plants and animals, foods. And importantly, you know, when we see Zach, we're telling patients to go plant-based, uh, we see a lot of patients come in with ketogenic paleo diets, not understanding that the bioaccumulation of those toxins are now even highly amplified because they're the animals eating the corn, it's eating the soy, it's eating the alfalfa that that's been heavily sprayed in so that they're, they're even more toxic. So their gut not only topping, 
from an inflammatory food standpoint with no fiber, no antioxidants, no phytonutrient standpoint. But now we're adding even more insult, having more of those these kind of chemicals uh, in those those proteins. So imagine what the poor fish are eating: plastic, fertilizer, everything. Well, that's resulting in the dead zones, right? And so right. we have exactly. the, the Mississippi River. We have a dead zone that's larger than the state of Rhode Island now. We have annihilated life at the end of the Mississippi River. We are concentrating the glyphosate from thousands and thousands of square miles of agricultural land into the tributaries of the Mississippi, pouring those out into the Mississippi Delta, and it's annihilated life out there. And so, uh, you know, it's happening, you know, in Australia. I was just... Uh, snorkeling the Great Barrier Reef this past yeah. summer. And it's just tragic what's happened in just a few years. Tragic. Yeah, it's billions really of years old, right? I know. Right. So, yeah. I've been there. I, I know. Billions of years of, of and, and I think they just approved for like bombing and drilling or, or, you know, oil rigging. And this is like, people don't understand that that affects the whole ecosystems of the entire planet. And so same thing with the microbiome, you know, we're all the mi microcosm, macrocosm relationship. So when something else is in the ocean is, is dying, that event eventually comes around and bites us. Like the butterfly <laughs> effect. The butterfly effect, mm -hmm. yeah. as we call it, right? Yeah. So, so explain to the listeners a little bit. Okay, Restore is a liquid, and it comes uh, in a bottle. And how are they supposed to take this, and when do you recommend? Just general recommendations, obviously, with uh, improving um, those tight junctions. Great. Yeah, so this is a liquid supplement. It's a dietary supplement that uh, really falls into uh, a new category. It's much different than a probiotic in that it's sterile. There's no bacteria, fungi, et cetera, in it. It's really just this wireless communication network supported by a few amino acids and, and mineral salts in there. And so you've got this substrate in the liquid form now that is going to be bolstering up the communication network across your gut barrier and beyond. And so in this situation, it's not too confusing that you would be wanting to take this ideally before meals or at least with your meal to help support the gut lining as you start to ingest glyphosate. One of the startling things is we're seeing study after study, including in our own labs, of clinical patients coming in to be studied. And even if they're eating organic food strictly in the home, you're seeing glyphosate in their urine. 100% of them have Roundup in their urine. And so that glyphosate ever presence means that you've got to be prepared for that meal. So taking this in with each meal, and then if you forget with the meal, you can always take it after the meal. We've shown the benefit after as well as before, but obviously less energy to, to prevent than, right. than restore. So we're a big fan of restore before the meals and then uh, keep that cranking. I mentioned already that the sinuses are the beginning of your gut. And so we also have a nasal spray that really works with the microbiome and the tight junction system of those nasal sinuses. This is actually really your entry point for the supplement. If you're very suspicious and you think Zach might be a complete quack, then I'd say <laughs> go after the nasal spray because you're going to know in two days that this stuff works. Absolutely. Very quick to work on the nasal membranes and you're going to start to experience, you can sen sensate the, the nasal membranes, your congestion, your post-nasal drainage, your sneezing, your reactivity to your environment. That can diminish in just a matter of minutes, literally, from your first usage. And so you're going to see this innate ability for your body to go back into a healthy barrier system of the outside world with the nasal. That can give you just a premonition of what's happening in your gut when you're taking the oral because it can be less obvious. 
how long can someone take restore or what's the average recommended? Like someone just has, you know, food allergies, leaky gut, or maybe a little bit of a, a serious condition like a Crohn's disease. When you see someone just with just general IBS problems and stuff like that, is it, is it how long do they take? Cause I know it comes in different size bottles and, and it comes, I like to use the pump cause it's easy to measure the five mLs one teaspoon. Yep. Um, how long do you recommend or how long you've seen in your clinical practice people using it and then starting to see, wow, I know some of these changes. We had really hoped when we set out that, you know, it might be three months, six months, 12 months. We thought that surely there's some point where you get enough of your microbiome back. And we didn't know it was going to do that at first because, again, this is a sterile compound. Right. But as soon as we put this into clinical trials, we, we saw people recovering bowel, bowel flora and bulk of organic material in their gut that they hadn't had in decades. And so there was immediate restoration, which means this is functioning not just as a communication network, but also as like a compost material to bring right. the microbiome back in. And the microbiome is now speaking with a clear wireless communication network up and going. So if you've got overgrown weeds, they're going to pull back and allow for the ecosystem to restore. And you can see this in a garden. You clear cut a piece of soil, weeds crop up, but then they're going to back off and allow this, the tree sprouts to come up. An ecosystem knows how to recover when it's unperturbed. Your gut knows how to recover its ecosystem, which is so complicated. There's no probiotic in earth that can micromanage your gut ecosystem. It's too many species, too many core, you know, connections to change season to season, temperatures to change it, your emotions to change it, your menstrual cycles to change your right. microbiome from week to week, month to month. So this chronic use of probiotics is really dumbing down the system. We, and this is the yeah, we, we We call it, you know, we said monocropping or, or you know, the idea is that we, we, we like to use the, the probiotics when people have cancer, when they have chemotherapies, surgeries, antibiotics, you know, IBS are having just a lot of, but the problem is the lack of diversity. And so the, the key is what I think what most of the future will be looking at with gut health is how do we, because, you know, we don't, we have thousands and thousands and thousands of species and we only have 40 commercially available, for example, you know, we provide 12 of say 50 billion, 100 billion, but that's just a small drop in this ocean. And so other things that can help improve the growth and the sustainability of all the other microflora in the gut is key in keeping the tight junction strong through this pro product called so, Restore, which is net safe, natural, and has been clinically tested in publications out there. And this is what we're looking at is evidence-based uh, data. These are not drugs. These are natural products that you can re recommend. I'm going to recommend everybody to go to the website, www.sanjevanistore, S-A-N-J-E-V-A-N-I, store.com. Uh, and if you enter a promo code PI, you can get a discount or you can go to uh, ZachBushMD.com as well as the Restore website as well and enter um, promo code PI. You go to it's <laughs> Restore4, the number 4life.com and enter uh, promo code PI. Hopefully you get a discount as well. Uh, either way, come back to our, 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 our websites. We have wonderful products you can get there. The Glucan 300, the, the Pure Black. We have the Boss America now. We'll be adding to our store for you to restore your health is uh, a wonderful product by our colleague and friend, uh, Zach Bush. Zach, I appreciate you coming today, spending time with us, giving us a brief uh, but important discussion on microbiome and how that affects not only ourselves and our gut, but our emotional health, our physical health, our inflammatory health, our immune health, and just health for everybody in general. Thank you guys both for having me on. It's been wonderful. All of you listening, make sure you get back out to Mother Nature. She's going to rebuild that microbiome for you. Good. And everybody, until next week, uh, take care and best of health. Thank you for being a part of our program this week. 
Take Back Your Health with Dr. Sunil Pai and Maureen Sutton can be heard live every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we meet again, allow the lyrics from Rage Against the Machine to be our closing thought. It has to start somewhere. It has to start sometime. What better place than here? What better time than now? <laughs> 